Okay, so I'll, one more time, I'll just explain to you. We cannot use Kenny G as our Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kentucky Commons Radio oh, Hour, episode one, episode zero zero one. Yeah, it's like the X in the uh, pre-preface passages to a great novel. The pilot episode. Yeah, there you go, the pilot. That's what we'd like to call like this thing. Pilot. The pilot plus 5,000. Yeah, which is basically how old we all feel at this point. Uh, we have a few great beer topics to discuss with you guys. The I don't know if you guys saw this on, uh, what, TikTok, Ryan? Uh, Fall City is now banned in, I think, 17 countries? 17 countries. Tell, uh, us, tell us a story. <laughs> how did you guys get banned, and why is Fall City so terrible? Uh, well, we used a song. What's by on? My Chemical Romance. Ah, yes. Are um, you okay? I'm not okay. I'm not a fucking K. Okay. Um, apparently, My Chemical Romance is managed by Warner Brothers Music Group, and they don't like, and they can detect when I use their music and have ripped it off the internet. And we are now banned in the Falkland Islands. Yes. United Kingdom. Yes. Ireland, which hurts my heart. Yeah. As an Irish person. Cayman Islands. Oof. Montserrat. Ouch. And St. Helena, which, you know, they have a song called Helena. And I'm like... The irony. Bruh. They should be leaning into this. They should be leaning into that. Yeah. You know, Wait, you I, I, was, I don't understand. You said this was Warner Brothers? Warner Brothers. Is, aren't they also responsible for, like, the Animaniacs? And they are. They are. Weren't they just, like, so irresponsible... And breaking all the rules and one of them was a goofy motherfucker and one of them was a oh, brainiac well, there's, and, and, no no there's yakko echo and dot and then you also think in the brain but you're right you're right I'm so I'm fall city uh, has been banned in 17 countries can people in the usa still see this uh contraband content they can if they, they can. go to and, uh, and that is our that fall is our city pr- instagram <laughs> that is our primary market oh yeah so so we are we are still going for what we have right now well, I will say, as a consumer of social media, getting banned in 17 countries, it's a pretty good feather in your cap, so carry on. I would love for my headstone to read punk rock as fuck, so that's what we're going with right now. Fuck yes. We also have some good global news this week. Monic, which I think is probably close to all of our hearts, sixth year anniversary. They've been here for six years. Does that seem possible? Does that seem like they've been here for 35 45, 55 years, or does it seem like they've been here for two years? What do you guys what do you guys think about that? An institution? Uh, you know, from the neighborhood perspective, uh Germantown has definitely embraced them since they opened up. Schnitzelberg. Uh, yeah, the old Schnitz. Um, whatever you want to call it, you guys appropriate my neighborhood all the time <laughs> of the great town of Shelby Park. Oh yeah. But uh needless to say, um in the small one and a half mile radius of Germantown Schnitzelberg. There's one brewery and is known as the neighborhood brewery. And that is Monic. Um, several other breweries pull off the great neighborhood aspect. Um, this Monic's one the OG, is, though. Yeah. It's just kind of close. Um, when you think about like the fire 
six years ago that happened and burned down the brew house and yeah. they rebuilt it and made it what it is today and all the work that's come from that. I mean, I think they've done an incredible job and now, you know, expanded over into Indiana. Um, they've just been... Not to mention, their beer's fucking good. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> everything else aside that they've done for the community, and I completely agree, like, they are a cornerstone institution. Every, they make great beer. And it's such a fun place. Like, we've had meetings there, and we've had uh, business meetings there, and we've had, like, all sorts of stuff. It's a good... Uh, what's that thing called, Michael? The Third Space? third space yeah monic is like the penultimate third space it's not work it's not home for me it happens to be like halfway between like work and the drive home but it's such a nice place to go and like i don't know decompress or like just chill out and have a beer yeah exactly well it's kind of redefining what uh uh, you know so it's like a gastro pub i guess but also it's like yeah you can go and sit at the bar and finish your work day for the day and have a little pint of english mild or you know king george or something but you can also just sit there and just like have a couple beers and hang out and have a burger or something. Or, I mean, you can just come by and have a coffee. It's as simple as that. And the space super welcoming. People are great there. Um, it, it's hard to not go there sometimes, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's hard to like, oh, we'll just go down the road. And it's like, well, we have a coffee shop. Yeah, but I, if, you know, day goes a little sour, I'm just grabbing a beer too. So thanks. <laughs> and I'll say too, just like, you know, thinking about the fact that Monica has been there for six years puts other parts of your life into a certain perspective. Like, do you know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah, I, I, I'm 30 now. And when... Youngins. I, <laughs> yeah. when when uh scott left Alltech mm-hmm. to start monic i was brewing that was my first brewery job i was working with him i was on the opposite shift but we would see each other a couple times a week and he would hand off to me uh his day shift and my night shift and i remember him leaving to start monic and i didn't have a concept of it at the time but living in Lexington, but now living in Louisville, I, I do. And it's one of my favorite spots to go to now. Yeah, I completely agree. It, it's really weird for me when you put it in perspective of, you know, if you look at it against the grain, which has been around for 10 years, yep. a decade of debauchery, which we just celebrated. And it's the idea of like, okay, this these these people were the first brewer-owned brewery in yeah, town. In Louisville, and yeah. so to me, like 10 years ago, it's like, oh shit, like there's nothing going on there. But, but six put, is to ten. It's right. like so six, like it's like six tenths of that. Right. So what I'm saying is like it, it's wild to me that there was this period of time between against the grain and Monic that I do remember very clearly, and then I remember Monic opening, and it's just hard for me to comprehend like the, the like the change in yeah in I mean, yeah, the yeah community yeah. just between then and then and then then to now. It almost does seem like. Uh, like ex- like it's almost yeah i don't know so more or less like my distance between four ATG, years after against the grain yeah that is weird and then the years since they've opened to where it's we like, are now they like, seem like one of the old they are one of the older what, what's, breweries what's in the thing i always see on reddit like the, there's the, the more time, time between between Cleopatra yeah, exactly. and the pyramids. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Between exactly. Us and Cleopatra. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred yeah, yeah. percent. I feel like that too. Time is weird. Time is weird. Yeah. <laughs> we always, uh, you know, just being like a, a beer nerd from yours, you know, it's like, oh, well, we're going out to Wessex like fifth anniversary. You know, like, holy shit, they've been around for a long time. Yeah. And now you're seeing Louisville breweries approach their fifth and six years, and against the grain approach their ten year, and it's like. Okay, well, you know, there's there's institutions, you know, yeah. that have been standing and they're 
they're honestly going nowhere. It's a great thing, but uh, Monik's going nowhere. Absolutely, nobody's and, going and anywhere. Nobody's going anywhere, and that's a, that's a really good like point to have on your like button, um, especially when you consider the expansion of Louisville breweries over the last five years, and you know like four hundred percent expansion. Like, okay, yeah. well the the people that have been doing this for a long time aren't going anywhere. I don't think the people that it come up through this are going anywhere either and we just have a lot of totally room. agree tons of room i'll put the flip side uh part of that thought experiment too is like if you view that uh six years between monic and where we are now and how much that has grown and then you look at like the last years between when against the grain opened and when monic opened it's crazy to think about how little there was between against the grain and like prohibition there were pop-ups like pivot and uh brownings and certainly like bbc but none of it none of it really stuck and it seems like now it just it really is sticking and it's growing i think beer has become part of louisville again which is something that we've something to celebrate yeah it's something to celebrate that's probably the best way to put it it's a celebration fresh hop ipa we are drinking Celebration Fresh Up IPA. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Unless, but if you want to reach out to we us, just really like them. Speaking of Celebration now, that's another uh, interesting way to segue. We're getting ready to approach the Thanksgiving holiday, which is uh, going to lead to all the other holidays. <sighs> Christmas, New Year's. Great. Fantastic. Do you, guys have, would you guys take craft beer over to your parents' houses when you go there? Are your parents craft beer fans? Is there a, is there a best gateway beer to take to a gathering of people who don't love it i've been trying for years um I'm, both of my parents are wine drinkers my dad likes an occasional ipa he used to drink uh used to eat grapefruit all the time so he likes I thought you're gonna say acid but uh well you know let's go back to the 70s and talk about my father no no <laughs> we're not gonna do that um no he uh he doesn't can't eat grapefruit anymore, but he likes a grapefruity IPA, so he'll he'll indulge in one here and there. But my my mom does not is not a beer person. She's a wine drinker. I've tried to get her into it, have not been able to crack the code. So I don't know. You know, I I bring beer over to my parents' house for myself, and they're good with it. You know, whatever. I I end up taking a portion of the fridge whenever I come home. Yeah, I definitely bring beer for me. Uh... My dad is what I would call an equal opportunity drinker. If I put something in front of him, he's going to try it and taste it. And he might tell me it sucks or he might tell me he likes it. Um, and then basically I just base that uh, on what he wants for next year's Christmas present. Um, it's not, nice. not not terribly complicated, but, uh, you know, he likes a good bourbon barrel stout or, uh, you know, many times I've taken snake cake and he doesn't like chocolate, but he likes that beer. And uh, I'll take him some Fall City uh, Porter or Pilsner and, you know, just goes any other beer. Um, but I, I try and I try and mix it up. I try and keep him on his toes, you know, about what he wants. That's what we all try yeah. to do, isn't it? Try yeah. to try something new, try to try I'm not, something I'm not fun. looking for approval. I like what I like, and that's totally fun for me. But, yeah, getting, you know, as an advocate, like getting people in my own circle involved in this is kind of like, yeah, it's interesting to see what they like. Totally. I'll, the barrel age thing ties to me because like my mom was like a wine person the barrel age beers were a good kind of like segue there it's like it's kind of aged like wine or some some beers that you get will even be aged in like wine barrels or whatever so that's always an interesting 
way I've, tra- to... I've tried to go the sour route too. Yeah, and it does. It has not worked with her. Yeah, but, you know, she she <laughs> just simply isn't a beer person, and that's okay. Some yeah. people are like that. Yeah, yeah. Occasionally, I like I I know at this point who likes what. One brother doesn't drink at all. The other brother have a feel for what he wants. It's usually something like Celebration IPA that'd be good. My dad very picky my mom is the exploratory one she's the one that will like oh that's really interesting actually i'll try this sour i'll try this stout at the end of the day though the thing that i always like to bring around for thanksgiving underberg ah yes (laughs) honestly Uh, yes yes. aperitif quality doesn't matter if we're if we're going to extended family or like family that i'm not even related to but it's just like my brother's in-laws that i'm invited to anyway like i'll go there and i'll bring underberg and talk so about michael it. do you have an ability to buy like fifths of underberg at this point <laughs> or are they just all still in like the little oh, one ounce no, thing it's, it's all the one ounce things yeah i wish underberg send us a fifth we'll not package it not sponsored sponsor, but not sponsored but, by but reach out to us <laughs> yeah reach out reach out yeah totally and i'll say the other thing too is like uh so much of my extended family who i haven't seen for a few years i don't know why i said that with such a like disdainful uh tint in my voice but they're all uh i have one aunt who um will tell everyone in her family that she's gonna have how much diet she'll say how much diarrhea she's gonna have if she drinks anything that's not bud light so putting that to the test we have in a few years like given her uh american domestic beers uh that are made in louisville as far as i can tell the diarrhea has not been that big of an issue for her so gateway beer for some of your family that might not be into craft beer fall city pilsner wessex cerveza a beer against the grain you can sneak that one in there yeah, it all depends on what they want i mean maybe maybe the sours are the way to go for certain people or the or the ambers or whatever but yeah i just light, think some of the classic beers. lagers you can you can sneak in there and as long as they need like if they are someone who's prejudicial, prejudicial to drinking like domestic beer, just throw throw a little Louisville domestic beer in there, and if they get diarrhea, you're oh, busted. My, my but dad, if not, my dad loved the Akasha Kentucky Common, the fairs. Oh hell yeah, me too. Kentucky yeah, yeah. Common, the, whatever, whatever it was called. Yeah, it was it was great. Um, you know that's not readily available all the time, but there's there's a market for it. Well, guys, any final thoughts to send everybody into the Thanksgiving weekend? I have a question. Yep. What's a beer that you had recently that impressed you? Uh, every single time for me, it's just European lagers. It's like to me, it's the same every time you drink it. It's delicious. Uh, people here in town who are making those, the Monic Italian Pilsner to me is one that I always very much disco. Yeah, Italian disco. Yeah. I, I, this might just be me being, um, uh, what's the right Obtuse. word? No, well, I think like over. <laughs> what do, what do they call that when you just like Fan you've boy. seen too much, like apocalypse now, like oversaturated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, you know, here in the shop, people bring me like uh, boba tea, chai infused nitrogen uh lactose imperial ipas i try like every well that's my that's my life so to me things that impress me that i drink are just like those clean ass fucking european you're, you're jaded now. yeah well yeah. jaded i don't think is the way i want to describe it but mm, you are that approaches probably the feeling yeah yeah i do have a pro tip though yeah for i know that pumpkin beer is <laughs> yeah. a bit of a divisive 
I beer, love pumpkin beer. beer. I personally love pumpkin beer. Um, but it is a bit of a divisive beer in the beer community. Correct. Yes. I've been making since 2015 on Thanksgiving morning a pumpkin beer pumpkin pie. Oh, okay. So, there so we you, go. So you use a pumpkin beer in lieu of cream. Love it. And it is wonderful. It sounds better than pumpkin pie. It, I love pumpkin pie as well. I I don't get. I'm not a not a PSL kind of guy. But pumpkin pumpkin spice. spice. I was going to try to make it a funny one, but let's yeah. Okay. Right. But we'll we'll go with the appropriate term. <laughs> yeah, okay. fine. Right. As, as for now, <laughs> pumpkin pie snob. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Uh, but you use use a pumpkin beer, or you can use an Oktoberfest, a fall a fall type beer in lieu of cream, and it's awesome. Huh. It, it adds a little it adds a little bit of moisture to the pie, and it but it not too much of a beery taste for the non beer folk out there. Well, for everybody listening at home, uh, Ryan from Fall City will not be allowed to leave until we get the recipe to share with you in the description below. To everybody listening, thank you for tuning in. To everybody not listening, fuck you. And uh, to everybody else, I guess that basically covers it, right? I think that's about it. We'll see you guys next week. We'll redo that outro. You sure? Go Cats. Play uh, Kenny G. David, play Kenny G. <laughs> How did you do it that fast, honestly? That's <laughs> an high school band. Great. Take care, everybody. Be good to the people that you love. Come on,